Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Camilleri. This week, we have the pleasure of chatting with our CEO, Jonathan Frost, and our COO, Greg Ritchie. Welcome, gentlemen. Let's get started and reflect back on the year the fraternity has had so far. First, it's officially summer, and so far, 2023 has been off to a strong start for us. Can you guys share some of the victories that the fraternity has accomplished this year? Sure. First off, uh, Jacob, thanks for having us on here. Uh, the Out the Talk podcast has been very successful and Thank you all of our listeners and everybody and, and appreciate the time. Um, in regards to your question, um, some victories fraternity has accomplished thus far. Um, first off, our big one is our Bonds of Brotherhood, which is our mental health and suicide awareness program. Um, we've expanded that, uh, which is amazing. Uh, we've been able to inspire and educate our members on this very serious issue that affects especially young men up to 29 years old. Um, we'll have provided over 75,000 handout cards to chapters across the country. We have several donors that are also supporting the program. Um, we have various golf outings that have been going into this program to help support it. And I believe what it's allowing us to do is it's allowing us to really spread the awareness on campuses about this issue. Again, that's affecting young college men. At the same time, uh, we've also had a lot of success with the Bayard membership experience. Uh, we started this a few years ago. Uh, for some of our new listeners, um, that is our new member education program, uh, where they really get the opportunity to learn not just about uh, Sigma Pi, but um, also what is our history, what's our values, but who are some of the other Greek letter organizations that they're going to see on their campus. Uh, what we're also seeing is um, over 88% new member retention rate, uh, which is phenomenal. Um, what that's telling us is that when the young men join Sigma Pi fraternity, when they pledge and become a new member, 88% um, or more are staying. They're seeing the value of what they decided to become a part of. Uh, the other exciting thing is Sigma Pi Engage. Uh, that's going to be something new that, that people are going to see around the country. Uh, it's an uh, expansive region-based educational workshop. So rather than bringing everybody in to, to one location at one time a year, uh, this is going to allow us to really get out there, meet our members, meet our student officers, our volunteers, and take the programming to them, uh, which will help with a lot of their travel and so forth. Uh, the other one, probably the most exciting, Jacob, is the free will. Uh, free will, we established this partnership for members of Sigma Pi to be able to include the fraternity in their will and trust. Um, so far, thankful for many of our alumni uh, who, have, who have been so gracious to put us in their estate planning. Uh, the program has already seen over $3.5 million in estimated value of primary, outside, and contingent bequests. We thank all of those donors for thinking of us um, in their estate planning later in life just the same as we thank all of our donors who are currently right now still making gifts for us. Yeah, Jacob, I'll uh, first echo Jonathan's appreciation for you and Chris putting on these podcasts. This is a great medium to get information out to our listeners and, and share some of the exciting things we have going on. 
I won't reiterate everything John said, but I will say that I'm very, very excited about the Signify Engage program. We are given the, the workshop program a, a big facelift. We're investing a lot of resources and time into these workshops. So I am super excited to see them um, kick off this fall. And for all of the listeners out there, I would it, highly encourage you to consider attending those. Awesome. Yeah, very looking forward to, to that Signify Engage program. Uh, and the various other programs we're going to be putting on uh, this year. Uh, next question, guys, is you know what would you uh, what would you say are some of the challenges uh, that the fraternity has faced this year? You know, it's a it's an interesting question, Jacob. Um, you know, because it's kind of it, it can be multifaceted, um, but exciting. So, number one, um, from a staffing perspective, we, we've had some changes. Uh, we, we've been able to bring on some new people, so trying to get them onboarded. Uh, Greg being a good example, um, starting back in January, uh, we have a new lady named Stacy Walker that has joined our team, and then also a, a Paul Wydra uh, from the development side. So it's a challenging thing of just trying to get people used to new team members and what that interaction looks like and, and how they work together. Um, the other aspect of the challenge is actually out on the chapter side uh, with our students and volunteers. You know, we're, we're a couple years removed from COVID. Um, and what we've seen is um, as the seniors have been leaving, there, there's some, there can be some leadership gap um, between a lot of what our student leaders, what we would historically just think, hey, you should know this, right? Um, but with that kind of gap, with the amount of people that left during COVID and these chapters still, re, you know, trying to regroup themselves, we have seen that gap. We've, we've seen uh, probably a little bit of volunteer fatigue a little bit, which has been a challenge. Um, but the nice part is we have some exciting plans in place. That's probably the best part about challenges, Jacob, right, is, is a challenge a negative or a positive? And, and I think that what we're seeing is our students as well as our staff and our volunteers, I think we're, what we're seeing is we're rising to the challenge and we're able to identify it and see it and find a plan to be able to uh, correct it where we can. Yeah, all good points. And I'll, I'll add to that. Um, you know, what, what I'm experiencing now five months in is that we have, like John said, a lot of good problems. We are growing. We are taking our organization to the next level. Um, we're seeing uh, a lot of good things happening out there in Sigma Pi world and on staff with our alumni and our undergrads, but that does pose some logistical challenges, making sure that we can get our staff out to reach as many undergrads as we possibly can, reach as many alumni as we possibly can. Uh, it just, you know, all good problems to have, but, but still challenges. Um, ones that we're working through, we're spending a lot of time this summer to make sure that we uh, execute effectively over the fall and spring. Yeah, guys, you know, as you know, of course, you know, at the uh, executive office, we're always trying to make an impact uh, to our undergraduates, to our alumni across the country. Uh, but can you guys speak on, you know, what can our members do to make an impact in Sigma Pi fraternity? Jacob, I love that question. Um, I, I get asked it a lot when I travel. And I'm going to say what I've said before. Number one, be involved. Uh, it's probably the best thing I like about the, this whole regional thing. Um, you know, Chicago is coming up July, um, engage Chicago. What's that saying is be a part of it. Come show up, uh, be present, see what's happening, find out where you want to fit in. 
Um, not everybody is able to be a, a major gift donor. Some people are in a position they probably can't even be a part of the Owl Society at this time. And you know what? That's okay. Where you can also help, though, is come and, and meet the students. That Our young men are looking for advisors. Our young men are looking for mentors. Young men across the country are looking for, for senior, senior type of leadership. That could be four years out of college. It could be 40 years out of college. But I do believe that our young men are looking for what is the alumni network. I want to be able to see that. And to be honest, the alumni that I've been speaking to, Jacob, that I get to meet around the country, I could tell you, they're also looking for, hey, I want to be able to give back. I want to share my experience and share my knowledge. So I think the biggest thing the members can do is, is be present. Um, from our student standpoint, the ones that are running the chapters, keep doing what you're doing. It's, it's hard for me to say that, that they should do more because we're seeing such phenomenal work from them. Um, keep it up. Keep reaching out to your volunteers. Reach out to us and keep representing the brand that Sigma Pi is. And, and I think that's probably, probably what I have to, that, that's the best thing our people can do for us, Jacob. Yeah, I completely agree. I'll add also to reach out to staff. Um, fellow alumni, uh, undergrads, you know, especially our, our staff team was as we're growing, as I mentioned before, you know, we love feedback. We love hearing from people what's working out there. What's not, what would you like to see? Um, we have a great staff right now and we're all very eager to, to accomplish our goals and objectives. And we can't do that without knowing, um, from each of you, what, what we can do better. Absolutely agree guys. So can you guys kind of speak on a little bit on, uh, you know, what changes our members can see in the 2023-2024 academic year? And what are uh, your guys' goals for the year ahead? Jacob, I, there's so many changes that people are going to see. It's hard for me to just sit here and pinpoint a couple, brother. Um, number one, the, the Sigma Pi Engage. Um, that, that's going to be a very exciting new thing for us um, going out. And, you know, this first one coming up has 21 chapters going to be meeting up in Chicago, uh, you know, and there, we're going to see more of that. Um, we have a very cool thing that we, we launched from a teacher's kit standpoint, and we've seen over a hundred plus educators take advantage of that to be able to put the pennant up, Sigma Pi pennant up in their, their classrooms. And they're also receiving a bunch of our bonds of brotherhood cards to be able to pass out. Um, I think you're also going to see a lot more push from us on bonds of brotherhood again, I can't say this enough. The, the, the issues of mental health is very real. And at least we are able to provide an impact on that to help give our members some resources on it. Uh, you're going to see some facelift in our, our website and, and especially our programming. Alex Pettigrew is doing a phenomenal job creating new programs, new um, online opportunities for, for our members to be able to learn and grow. Um, so I don't know. That's just a few things there of, of what you can expect to see. Um, well, I, I got one more that's going to be big, is, but I'm not going to give a whole lot of secret sauce to this one. We're just going to have to wait and, and see what happens. But we're getting ready to look to change the game on on recruitment and, and expansion. So I think as, as people see that, um, that's going to be very, very telling. But I, I'm excited about some of these that we're getting ready to see come up in this coming year. 
yeah, you hit it. I was going to mention our, our recruiting efforts this coming fall and spring, but since you did, I'll just reiterate that we, we are planning to go big. Um, we're, we're trying to kind of revolutionize what we're doing there with recruitment um, and expansion, and we're super excited to get it kicked off. Um, so stay tuned. You'll be, you'll be hearing a lot more in the, in the coming weeks and months. One of the one of the other aspects you brought up, Jacob, had to do with what are some of the goals for this coming year. Um, you know, I, I do want to say that that one of our one of our goals is uh, we'd love to ha- to be able to have over a thousand uh, donors this coming year. Um, we'd love to see over tw- two thousand plus people attend events. You know, the last couple of years we've gone from thirteen hundred, and I think now we're at about seventeen hundred for this year. Um, would love to see next year over 2,000 alumni and guests attend our programs and our events. Um, we've seen our chapter do more successful as far as uh, going to be winning grand chapter awards. We're going to have over 60 plus chapters that are going to be recognized as grand chapter award winners. Uh, the other big goal is love to see a convocation. We're going to be at the JW Marriott in Indianapolis next June. Love to see 500 plus people at that conference. Um, and then also would love to be able to um, see the really growth impact of our bonds of brotherhood. Um, we, we have a goal there of over a half a million dollars towards the bonds of brotherhood and would really love to be able to achieve that and not only be able to just hand out cards to our members on campus, but to be able to bring in speakers and, and help them hear more of what's happening with, with this mental health issue. Um, but those are just a few of the goals we have. Uh, and, and one other goal is, um, is I'd love to see us if we could hit 2,500 initiates next year. I think that would be one heck of a goal, um, really show the impact. And, and, and we have some things there, as I alluded to the secret sauce that we're not going to share with you just yet. Uh, just stay tuned to future out talk podcast. Um, but, uh, but those are some of the goals that I see there, Jacob. That's great to hear. I'm excited to see us accomplish these goals and help move Sigma Pi forward into the future. And with that, we'll wrap up today's discussion. Thank you for joining us for this episode. And thank you, John and Greg, for giving us an update. For everyone listening, make sure to hit subscribe and please leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. And as always, I believe.